0: All of the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in key words and for the segment we're joined by Adam. Good morning.
1: Well, good morning, Lena.
0: Have you ever taken online classes?
1: I haven't. No. Yeah, really? I don't that
0: surprises me. Think
1: so. So, no, no, I don't think I have. <laughs> or no. it's been
0: a little too long since you last uh, took an online course. Any class, yeah. Any <laughs> class <for them. laughs> it's been a while. You know, because I, 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 there are so many available. I just yeah. tried to dabble in a few. And oh, the yeah. problem is, I'm a full grown adult with a job. And yeah. so when things get a little too busy yeah. I drop it it's the first thing to be dropped from my list of uh, to-do lists oh, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I've I've taught through virtual means Aha. Uh-huh. and what was English. that experience like not as effective as in person I must yeah. say yeah, were you teaching
0: adults or younger kids I was
1: teaching adults okay. over the phone and uh, through um Skype as well yeah not as effective
0: <laughs> to hold their attention
1: right to hold their attention and my <laughs> attention as well <laughs> you should have done a little dance <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. should have been creative <laughs> you
0: know that's the thing is it fair to ask teachers to you know come up with these new skills so they can keep the attention of their students I mean there yeah. are all these tricky things that we didn't have to account for before the pandemic
1: it's interesting isn't it yeah. like uh, just because you change the medium in which yeah. you learn yeah. you, uh, you need to take a different approach to how you, Absolutely. you, you do it and yeah.
0: we haven't even figured out whether or not it's effective for us to retain information for a longer period of time, yeah. do we need these face-to-face interactions? We don't know. Ah, ah, something to think about this yeah. morning, folks. And Food we for do thought. invite our listeners to give us your two cents. Let's jump into keyword news, shall we? Mm-hmm. As always, we're going to try to clarify some of these major headlines for you. Starting with our first pick of the day:
1: carbon reduction.
0: So, President Moon Jae in has given more updates on Korea's plan to cut down on carbon emissions leading up to that big climate change conference to take place in Scotland later this month. I understand it's mm-hmm. kind of an ambitious blueprint to go green faster.
1: Yes, it is exactly that. It is to go green faster. And jae Korea will reduce its greenhouse gas emissions by 40% from the country's peak in 2018. That's an mm-hmm. upgrade of the country's 2030 nationally determined contributions, or otherwise known as NDC mm-hmm. target, ahead of that global climate conference that you mentioned that's Mm. happening next month. Mm. Uh, He was speaking at the second session of the Presidential Committee on Carbon Neutrality, which actually drew up uh, roadmaps for cutting greenhouse gas emissions by the year 2030 Mm. and bringing them to net zero by 2050. That's Mm. the government's goal anyway. Mm. Now, these NDCs, their pledges on climate action submitted by countries under that landmark 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. Mm. Uh, Korea's earlier goal was a reduction of 26.3% from 2018. So Mm. it's almost uh, double uh, that goal uh, President Moon is wanting to do. Now, Korea's carbon emissions hit a record high of 727.6 million tons in 2018. Mm. And the upgraded NDC seeks to reduce this amount to 436.6 million tons by 2030. Mm. And the Korean government will formally submit its new NDC target during that UN climate change conference, otherwise Mm. known as COP26, Mm. is taking place in Glasgow uh, at the end of this month. I fact. just
0: double-checked. So it mm. starts on a Sunday on October 31st, right. so it does start at the end of this month, but rolls into, of course, right. the first few weeks yeah. of November. Yeah,
1: I think the first day will yeah. be kind of like the pleasantries, and then, and then they'll get down <laughs> the to welcome business. welcome dinner? <laughs> yeah, and then they'll get down to business from November.
0: On a Monday. Yeah. The committee also unveiled two upgraded policy roadmaps for the country. Run us through the details.
1: Yeah, one scenario aims to eliminate all thermal power generation using fossil fuels and liquefied natural Gas. Uh, the second roadmap also aims to abolish coal-fired power generation, but mm-hmm. will keep LNG as a flexible power source, which will generate some emissions. So one plan is a very ambitious one. The other is more realistic. Okay. Uh, the scenarios include plans to utilize carbon capture, utilization and storage, known as CCUS capabilities, mm-hmm. to achieve net zero goals. According to the roadmaps, the proportion of coal power generation in 2030 will decrease from the current 41.9% to 21.8%, while renewable energy will reach 30.2% from 6.2%. So Mm. very ambitious goals there. Sure. And the goal is, of course, to reduce emissions in the power generation sector by 44.4%. So that is a very large amount.
0: Uh, Just know that this is a blueprint, so it is kind of our northern light. Mm. But, I mean, I do think we have to work at the details like incentives for example like yeah. tax breaks or or even subsidies for companies that mm. prioritize green energy
1: yeah so they're setting their yeah. targets high but yeah. they do realize that mm. uh, some realistic measures do need to take place
0: for the transition to be smooth i mean we're mm. also talking about economic growth and how it affects the private industry mm. and so on forth this mm-hmm. is just the tip of the iceberg yes it is all right moving on to our second keyword of the day Soaring inflation. Inflation continues to soar in Korea and the rest of the world, creating headaches for Koreans whose paychecks remain the same. (laughs) What does this mean for restaurant owners? It's... (laughs) <laughs> You're right. A, a big sigh, and and the headlines. Local headlines reflect exactly that. I mean, I saw egg prices jump 70 percent compared to last year around this time. That
1: is crazy. If you right. like omelets, or you know, for British people, eggs or egg on toast is. To uh, be honest those with those you, a lot
0: breakfasts? of Korean cuisine requires eggs. I'm realizing for the first yeah, time.
1: Yeah, it's surprising how much eggs are used in Korea. Exactly. Cuisine, right? So yeah.
0: again, it's not just a headache for I think personal expenses. For again, these small business owners have yeah. already. You you know, trying to make ends meet in the most difficult setting. Yeah, is
1: that, mm. is that exactly. But no, no, not only that, mm. uh, but there are people who are struggling from the pandemic sure, as sure. well. And so it's creating more people for them. And this uh, rise in inflation is, of course, making it difficult for these people to buy even those daily necessities, mm-hmm. such as groceries and eggs and uh, bread and whatnot. Rice. Um, and rice as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but oil prices have actually seen the most notable mm-hmm. jump, in mm. fact. So if you're a car owner like mm. you and I, then, of course, the price... Of the pumps uh, have obviously gone up.
0: They should have gone hybrid.
1: Yes. <laughs> Gas prices uh, in Seoul, for example, they've topped 1,801 per litre for the first time in seven years. According to data compiled by the National uh, Korea National Oil Corporation, the average price of gasoline in Seoul rose 4.41 in a day to 1,801 per litre. Mm. The national average also climbed to 1,724.7. Mm. That's 371 higher than last week's average, so it is quite a jump. Uh, Crude oil prices have been rising recently uh, across the board due to uh, of course revived Mm. demand amid the global recovery from the pandemic Mm. Uh, but supply has been short due to disruptions at some facilities and as oil producing nations have been restraining increased output Mm. um, the rising value of the dollar against the local currency is also raising import Mm, prices mm, mm. while demand for fuel is only increasing as the winter approaches as well. (laughs) So a host of um, a plethora of factors that are leading to this price rise right. but market watchers say that gas prices may actually climb further so no um uh, possible signs of abating for the moment anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, And there is a growing call for the government to lower fuel taxes to ease the burden on consumers. Mm. Now, the government did actually cut fuel taxes temporarily back in 2018 when gas prices soared to uh, astronomical levels. It remains to be seen if the government will do the same this year. And, of course, as we said, it's not just oil. Food prices are also rising. Dozens of food items climbing on average of over 6% in Q3 compared to the year before. Overall, inflation in the country has been hovering above the BOKs target of two percent for six straight months it's forecast to surpass three percent actually this month as well <laughs>
0: we're not getting, are getting a break <laughs> things
1: are getting expensive unfortunately
0: all right with uh, not necessarily a solution in sight for the right. foreseeable future mm-hmm. so managing my expenses all right
1: i might use this opportunity to uh, lose some weight <laughs> <by> <laughs> not by not on groceries. Yeah. all
0: right we'll leave it there for now on to our third keyword of the day
1: info-sharing request.
0: So the government says it will closely cooperate with local chip makers to help them cope with growing pressure from the United States, particularly with its recent demand that they disclose sensitive information for these companies. So tell us a little bit more.
1: Yeah, quite a controversial issue. Yeah. Uh, at an inaugural strategic meeting on the economy and security, the finance minister, Hong Nam-gi, said corporate autonomy regarding trade secrets, state support, and cooperation with the US should be considered. And now the US Department of Commerce last month actually asked global chip to provide information on their inventories and other details by November 8th to, quote, help improve trust and transparency. Mm-mm. This has prompted concerns about potential leaks of trade secrets crucial to the national economy. Uh, the US said the request was part of efforts to resolve the chip shortage. Mm. Um, Hong said the government will continue to consult with the US over the matter, but he also stressed the need to consider how sensitive the information can be and ways the government can ease the burden on. On companies. Hong also said the country will soon make a decision on whether to join the CPTTP. Mm. That's the mega size free trade agreement comprised of 11, 11 uh, mm. Asia Pacific countries. Mm. And the decision on that is likely to be made next week.
0: All right, on to our fourth keyword of the day
1: depopulation.
0: There have been growing concerns over populations decreasing, particularly in regions outside the capital area. The government has designated these regions as, quote, depopulation areas, unquote, out of fear that they could go extinct. Mm. So what's the latest? It's
1: quite a scary word, isn't it, going extinct? Right. But it is, uh, could be a reality, actually, because... In
0: certain regions where there are only the aged population, for example. Right, exactly. Young
1: people are going out of those regions. Right. Going and, to cities. Right, and it's been a years-long kind of concern for the government uh, and the Interior Ministry therefore has designated nearly 90 small cities and counties that are in danger of Mm. extinction uh, due to the population decrease and they have named them as you said depopulation areas. This means they are subject to intensive support from the central government. Uh, Relevant public notice is actually to take effect from today. Uh, It is the first time for the nation to declare specific regions in danger of becoming extinct due to population decline and Korea has been struggling with a state steady decline in childbirths uh, and the overcrowded capital region as well, which have left many non-capital regions struggling to overcome depopulation. Mm. Uh, These areas include 16 cities and counties, each from South Cholla and North Gyeongsang provinces. It also includes 12 from Gangwon province, 11 from South Gyeongsang, 10 from North Cholla, 9 from South Chungcheong, and 6 from North Chungcheong. Mm. Uh, In the capital region as well, four counties, Kapyong, Yoncheon, Ganghwa, and Ongjin were Mm -hmm. included. Mm. They're not sub; they're kind of outside, but still. Uh, Three wards in Busan and two wards in Tegu were also listed as well. (laughs) Uh, The ministry said it will help the depopulation areas establish and implement customized policies to escape their population crisis. In addition, the government will pump $1 won annually for a period of 10 years to these areas to help them create more jobs, uh, entice and induce young people and increase their living population.
0: (laughs) So essentially make it more attractive so young people want to migrate there and maybe set up shop. Mm. All right, on to our fifth keyword of the day. Colin
1: Powell dies.
0: So tributes are pouring mm. in for Colin Powell, the retired four-star general who became America's first black secretary of state and chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff when he retired first in 2013. He was, I think, touted as one of the most powerful people in all of America. Right. He is said to have passed away due to complications from COVID-19. Tell us a little bit more about the story.
1: Right. Uh, Powell, who was actually fully vaccinated against COVID, uh, had several underlying conditions. He had been suffering from Parkinson's disease and had been treated recently Uh, for multiple myeloma according to a Powell family spokesman. Now that illness is a type of blood cancer that hurts the body's ability to fight infections so that seems to be the most likely reason why uh, he died from uh, complications from COVID-19. It's not Mm -hmm. official though. Uh, Powell had also undergone surgery for prostate cancer when he was Secretary of State nearly two decades ago as well. Mm. Uh, Leaders and former colleagues have held him as a leader and a hero. Uh, Former President George W. Bush who Powell actually served as Secretary of State praised him as a great public servant Mm. Uh, the incumbent uh, President Joe Biden and the First Lady Jill Biden said they were deeply saddened by the passing of a dear friend and a patriot of unmatched honour and dignity. Mm. Um, Biden actually ordered flags to be lowered in Powell's honour through Friday as well. Mm. Uh, Just to give a brief background on who he was, he was Mm. the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff between 1989 and 1993 in that role he presided over military crises, including the invasion of Panama in 1989 and the first Gulf War in 1990. Uh, but it was the build-up to the contentious invasion of mm. Iraq in 2003 that Powell became kind of a household name. Mm. Uh, he was the face of the Bush administration's aggressive attempt to get the international community to back the invasion. Mm. Mm. That, of course, was later found to be based on false claims of Iraq's possession of nuclear uh, of mass, uh, weapons of mass destruction, rather, excuse me, mm. um, and Powell's backing of the war, which Went ahead without UN authorization mm. and actually sparked some controversy. So and that's how he made he, the headlines. Exactly.
0: And later on, he would actually clarify in his speech that he was that he actually regretted the invasion itself.
1: Right. And, right. He, and he did say that at the time right. he was right. against it, but he was just basically right. following the president's order. And of course, he wasn't Secretary of State during uh, Bush's second uh, stint as well, uh, during the, the re election. Right. And uh, he. He actually identifies as a Republican, mm. uh, but he doesn't he hasn't always uh, towed the party line. He actually endorsed Democrats Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton uh, during their presidential campaigns. Mm. as And also most recently, he endorsed Joe Biden in his uh, run against the then president Donald Trump as well.
0: All right. It is difficult for us to, <laughs> I guess, uh, capture mm. the legacy of mm. Powell in just a short time. Right. But that's the gist of it. it is. Yep. And let's move on to our last keyword of the day.
1: Slowing China growth.
0: So, turn to China for our last story today. The country's economic growth is under threat due to a number of factors, namely mm. a power shortage. What's right. the latest?
1: Yes, a power shortage is among the the yeah. main reasons why its growth is under threat. Uh, the, the country's third-quarter GDP grew a disappointing 4.9 percent mm. as industrial activity rose less than expected in September. Many analysts expected at least 5 percent growth. Uh, this was also far slower from the previous quarter when the growth was actually almost eight percent, suggesting that the recovery is weakening. Uh yes, you mentioned the power shortages as well as outbreaks of COVID-19 and pressure from Beijing on a number of industries are taking their toll. What is believe these developments may dampen growth for the rest of the year as well. Uh, Meanwhile, industrial production uh, growth slowed further to 3.1% on-year in September. Uh, Power rationing in recent weeks, along with surging raw material costs, and the government's climate push has led to reduced mining and manufacturing activity. Uh, China's property sector, the one that's making the headlines, is also Mm -hmm. uh, facing increasing pressure to rein in its debt. The most notable example, the China Evergrande Group, owes more than $300 billion and finds itself on the brink of default. It's not the only company, though. Another property developer, Fantasia, defaulted. sinek uh, Holdings, another firm, has warned it is at the is a, it is at risk of going down the same path as well.
0: And, of course, how does this uh, impact the global uh, economic mm. crisis? I, I think that is something we're all watching out for.
1: Certainly will impact it, yes.
0: Thank you very much, Adam, for today's coverage. That was a lot of grounds to cover. It was a- (laughs) Oh, wasn't it? (laughs) We'll do it again tomorrow, won't we? We will. I'll see you then. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast Service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.